At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host, Sean Eubanks. Thanks for joining us and welcome to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Business Development for Strainwise Consulting. And on our show today, we have David Madalena, who is the founder and CEO of the Hemp Connoisseur Magazine. His goal is to elevate the image of the emerging hemp and marijuana industries by creating a media platform that focuses on engaging and educational content. He has been publishing THC Magazine monthly in Colorado since 2011 and feels honored to have been a part of covering history in the making of Colorado. Years ago, he launched the first national issue of The Hemp Connoisseur, which is now available in Barnes & Noble as well as newsstands across the country. He also launched the THC Entertainment Division in 2016. THC Entertainment is focusing on engaging video content that will reach an entirely different demographic than his print magazine. David Madalena, welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here, Sean. Yeah, so uh, you were so gracious to do a webinar with us last year, last January. It is one of our most watched webinars on an overview of hemp, and you have long been in the space, and then your magazine is wildly successful. But just to catch up, David, I mean, you are the founder yeah. of Hemp Connoisseur Magazine, a beautiful magazine that's available. Uh, what else is new with you? Well, uh, let's see. We're actually doing a major pivot at the magazine as we're um, speaking over the next month. And uh, we are um, actually just basically answering what our clients, the advertisers, have asked for. And they want to do much more digital content. So we are actually pulling back from the monthly print of the magazine, um, going to a quarterly specialty book. And then we're going to be doing a much larger focus on video content creation and, um, and digital media. Um, so we've been in the middle of pivoting and doing a little bit of a kind of a facelift on it. So we're going to be making a big announcement on that in the next 30 days with uh, the kind of rebrand. In the meantime, I've uh, also founded a couple other companies in the hemp space with um, some like-minded individuals and leaders in the space. Um, the first one being International Hemp Solutions, which is the goal is to basically fill in all the gaps um, that are needed within the hemp industry to build it because it's uh it's a little different from marijuana in building the hemp industry because you have to you have to have the seeds for the farmers to grow the the cultivars that are needed then you have to say okay now what are we doing with that product uh, what are we doing for processing 
so that we can get, get to the manufacturer and then we can get it to the commercial level. So there's all these pieces of the puzzle for hemp that need to be filled in pretty much all at once. So the team at IHS, International Solutions, came together and founded that um, a couple of years ago to start building the plan for, uh, for building the industry. And uh, our first company that we created as a subsidiary is Bija Hemp. And Bija Hemp has already made history by um, importing the largest inter- intercontinental shipment of um, hemp seed into the United States last year in the amount of 30 metric tons which in the, long, in the grand scheme of things isn't actually that much. It's only about 3,000 acres worth of seed, but it had never been done before. And now we've also engaged with um, the country of Poland via a government-run organization called the uh, Polish Institute of Natural Fibers and Medicinal Plants. And they have some of the longest-standing IP and uh, genetic studies on hemp um, for decades now. And we have been securing um, genetics to bring to the United States that are um, going to really change the way uh, the industry is growing here in the United States. So we've been pretty busy on that side, just trying to build that industry from the ground up, literally. Well, David, it doesn't surprise me. You know, you have a long history for people who are just hearing your name. I think that's a rarity. I mean, you're so well known in, in, in Colorado, and you're such a tremendous advocate for the industry in general. And we could talk for a couple hours of all of your accomplishments and achievements. Mm-hmm. So it's no surprise to me that you are expanding into these areas. Um, mm-hmm. we, we covered a lot in that last kind of explanation there. Uh, just to sure, unpack sure. some of that, you're, 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 kind of, you're yeah. moving away from print uh, and going to digital space. That's just a natural um, result of demand. Is that, is that kind of what you decided? Hey, there's so, much, there's so many people asking me for digital. We need to go ahead and convert to that. It really is. I mean, we just started seeing the trend with our clients. And, it, and, it, and again, it's, it's funny because everyone's like, man, we absolutely love the print magazine. The common occurrence you have on print, no matter where it is, is hey, everyone's like, well, how am I going to know what my ROI is? And so everyone is so used in the digital age to kind of see that immediate return on investment based on stats and data that you can get from, um, you know, Google Analytics telling you what your website's doing or Facebook um, insights telling you how many people you're reaching per post. We're so used to that immediate gratification. Print doesn't necessarily give that. Um, and so that's kind of where people are looking at that, you know, business is just moving too fast nowadays. We still, like I said, we're still going to keep the print because it does create this wonderful tactile sensation for a lot of people out there when they read it and they pick up a high quality magazine, like what we produce. So we're not going away from it completely because we do feel like that's part of our roots. We still have to, you know, stick to that side of things, but it's always been a plan um, in uh, the media space that we were going to be moving towards the trends that uh, that technology is taking us. And so that's basically what it is. My background had always been in, um, in video production, whether it was in front of the camera or behind the camera. So publishing a magazine was kind of out of my wheelhouse when I started. It was just what was needed in the space. I mean, it was print was the only way to really advertise who you were um, when marijuana, medical marijuana first became legal here in Colorado. And so it's, we're just growing with the, with the changes that our clients are. And it's easier for us to expand and have a national and international voice on the digital space, too. Sure. And, I, and I, one of the things I just noticed about the it's just a beautiful magazine. It's so well done. And it's really, really cool to walk into Barnes & Noble and see that. I'm a big fan of Barnes & Noble mm-hmm. in general. I still like to have a physical mm-hmm. book in my hand. It's just really cool. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's Davis Magazine. It's, it's good to see for, my, for nostalgic purposes. Cool. 
Um, but transition yeah. into I, I'm proud of what they've done. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, you've done a you've done a wonderful job there. Um, okay, and so transitioning into onto uh, Bija Hemp. Um, yeah. What brought that about? I mean, I, I uh, well, I'm sorry. We shouldn't skip over the fact that you did produce, co-produced the first CBD-based product commercial that was aired on national <laughs> primetime television. Can you talk about that? I can, actually. So we, um, I've been partnered in a strategic partnership with um, a good friend of mine, Derek Perkins, who actually has a pretty impressive resume just by himself. And he's created a company called DCP uh, Media, um, basically based on his name. But we've become uh, partners on this side where he works with us on the TC production side. We work on the creative for DCP productions. Derek comes, his pedigree is amazing. He comes from actually, um, he has Grammys on music production with Stevie wonder, Mary J Blige. He's got a platinum album with Elton John. He actually, um, headed up Stan Lee's multimedia production company. When Stan Lee had that brief stint away from Marvel and then Marvel, uh, <laughs> productions realized that was the dumbest thing that ever done was get rid of Stan Lee. So they brought him back right. into the company. But while he had stepped away, Derek was running his media company. So he's coming from a, a you know a great um, history and background. And so in that space, he's come over to the hemp side with me and the marijuana side. And we looked at it and he said, you know, man, we can get commercials for um, federally legal products. So we can get it. We, we can do a commercial for hemp CBD company. And so we started um, down that road with actually quite a few companies about a year and a half ago. Um, we actually produce commercials for those companies. And then right when you get to the point of doing the ad buy, which we were able to do from beginning to end to everything, um, they, they would kind of get a little scared. Now, it's a lot of reasons for that. Some of them lost their merchant processing. Like, God, if I do a commercial and I bring in people, I'm not going to get, I'm not even going to be able to fulfill the orders. So there was a little bit of that because they've had that issue on the hemp CBD side, just like they do on the marijuana side. Um, but, uh, what we found was two brave companies. Um, actually the first one was Hoban law group. So I, I don't know if I had mentioned that to you guys earlier, but, um, Hoban law group, which is now the largest cannabis law firm in the country. I mean, they're in at least 13 cities now in three different countries. Um, as far as representing, um, you know, hemp and marijuana interests all across the, uh, Western hemisphere, essentially, um, they did an advertisement with us first. So it was actually the first cannabis law firm to ever advertise national TV, uh, they got such a response and they'd aired on MSNBC and other major, you know, um, cable news networks and other, other channels as well. They got such a response that they had to pull their commercial after two weeks because they couldn't keep up with their business. Um, and then after that, um, there was a wonderful lady named Janelle Ralph who owns a company called Palmetto Harmony in South Carolina. And uh, we did her commercial for her um, that aired officially in November. So she made history with us by being the first product company in the hemp space to advertise on national TV. And she is still airing today. We even did a commercial. We did a com Christmas um, version of her commercial, but it's still airing. And I, I checked with Derek as of uh, Sunday, and they're reaching about 44 million household impressions a month. Um, so yeah, we're incredibly proud of that. It's just great to partner with, uh, some brave souls out there that are ready to put them, their cells out in the line. Uh, but you know, they're not doing anything illegal. We've gotten approved. Networks are actually harder to, uh, to write a commercial for CBD for than it is to pass the muster for what the, uh, what the FDA wants you to say. So we, uh, Derek and I have learned how to do the creative, how, what we can say, what we can't say. Um, to be able to get it to pass the network's um, requirements. And, uh, yeah, she's airing, you know, 
I think we're at 2,400 commercials airings a month for her commercial right now. Well, congratulations yeah. on that. Sorry to interrupt you, David. We do need to take a quick break. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, yeah. we'll be rejoined by David Maddalena, who is the CEO of the Hemp Connoisseur Magazine. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping for essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Business Development of Strainwise Consulting. And on our show today, we have been speaking to David Maddalena, who is the founder and CEO of the Hemp Connoisseur Magazine. Welcome back, David. Thank you again for having me, Sean. Yeah, absolutely. Always a pleasure. And so in addition to all we kind of covered your, on the first segment there, talking about uh, your magazine, The Hemp Connoisseur, and sort of the transition into digital, and then the wildly successful and groundbreaking uh, p- co-production of the first CBD-based product commercial. So you are also the founding member of Bija Hemp. We talked a little bit about that. Um, you mm-hmm. are, it's a hemp seed company, correct? That's absolutely correct. We uh, procure the genetics, um, proper genetics that we think is going to grow best for purposes here in um, the United States. And then, um, and yeah, so we work on selling that. We have exclusive rights for some genetics already um, that we're bringing in. Uh, we have been focusing primarily on industrial, what I actually like to use the word commercial hemp production. Um, industrial doesn't seem like you could consume the product. But the, to, um, and so we've been working, focusing on that side of things. So there's been a whole ton of people focusing on the CBD space because it's um, a quick path to money at, in the first stages. But we've looked at how do we build for the long term in the industry. So we focus much more on the fiber and grain um, cultivars. 
Yeah, and and for people who haven't sat in on that outstanding webinar you did with us last year, uh, so many different uses for hemp. Um, are you? What are you angling for there? I mean, you is it is it primarily CBD based? Is that what you're focused on? No, we we do have um, through our contacts, um, you know, in the company um, access to CBD genetics, and we are entertaining. Um, bringing CBD genetics um, to the industry, but so many people are jumping into that. We kind of look at that as kind of a Red Sea um, uh, business model, if you know what I mean in the Red Sea. It's like everybody's fighting over the same uh, market share. And there are people, while there are people looking and securing genetics for fiber and grain, uh, which is not really CBD-based, you <coughs> might have CBD in the genetics, um, there's not as many people doing that. And so that's what we're, we're trying to work on, which is much more agricultural. There's a lot of farmers out there. Some do want to do CBD, but some very much are looking at how do I grow like an agricultural farm would grow um, for fiber and grain seeds. Grain usually means, of course, the, the seed being pressed into oil for protein and um, various food-based products, um, whether it's animal feed or for humans. And then you have the, uh, the fiber which is the stock, which can be much more on the manufacturing side of construction materials, which is the herd, which is the very center meat of that stock, and the fiber, which the husk on the outside, can be used for textiles. And you have those combinations that you can do to make, you know, things like hemp graphene, which is an amazing superconductor, is kind of the future of battery storage. Um, and then you've, you know, you have the hemp creep that you can build, hemp fiberboard. Um, you know, it kind of goes on and on. So we, we wanted to focus much more on building up the reservoir of seed for that industrial usage, whether it's the grain or the uh, fiber. And so that's what we focused on. Um, and we're bringing in what looks like to be about 44 metric tons of um, a genetics that we acquired from the uh, NAM, Polish Natural Institute of uh, Fiber and Medicinal Plants. Um, which is a, it is a landmark deal. It's the first time a privately held company in the United States has created in hemp has partnered with a foreign country. And, uh, and so we're in that process right now. Uh, we're going to be bringing these 44 metric tons of a, of a genetic seed called Biolablatsky, which is a superior fiber producing plant. So it grows very long, tall stalks, um, very strong that can be then broken down in for textiles and all these other construction uses. And so, what are so, your yeah. thoughts? Were you, I'm sorry to interrupt you, David. Were you were you no, trying no, to source? Were you trying to source this in Colorado first? What led you to Poland? Well, you can't really source. I mean, there's just not a lot of sterile hemp in Colorado that um, has is stable enough. Um, we needed what we need is a stable um, genetic strain so that when it grows, you know it's going to grow evenly and it's going to be the same. Um, you know, there's um, some genetics that were uh, feral hemp from Colorado. That were, that were acquired and then sold to farmers. And, um, you know, you would go to a hemp farm and you'd see these genetics and you would see some, some of that same cultivar would have very tall plants and would be very short and fat. So that's, that's not something you would call a stable genetic um, uh, cultivar. And so the big key for us was to get something that was stable. Then we had to go through a certification process with the CDA, the Colorado Department of Agriculture. And um, that certification process is a really big deal. You can buy uncertified seeds and grow them if you want as a farmer, but it's like, Hey, let the farmer beware there because if that grows and ends up having a higher than 0.3% THC content, it's not a usable plant anymore. And so the certification process is really important. You pass through the certification process with the CBA 
And then they say, okay, good. Now the certification process has shown this is a stable genetic uh, plant. It is not going to go above 0.3% THC. Then you have this um, a bit of a comfort level that you're achieving with the, uh, with the farmer to know, oh, if I plant this, then it is, um, it's not going to go above 0.3. And, and that's a key thing for them, especially since there's really no crop insurance to be had for hemp farmers at this moment. And so, um, you know, you want to mitigate as much risk as you can when you're a farmer. You've got to make as much as you can per acre. And so that's why we went through this process to get the stable genetics. We just don't have enough stable feral hemp in the United States now. And so that's just part of the problem. And so also you have, um, you're going to have companies like BMW, Ford, who will say, yeah, we'd be interested in using hemp, but hey, we got to know it's going to be exactly what it is that we're ordering because, you know, they have to manufacture with consistency. We have to get up to 50,000 plus acres or whatever it is. And Boeing, different companies like that are all looking at hemp, which is not big enough yet. So we looked at those um, product SKUs and those types of manufacturers and said, let's start getting the genetics that's going to get huge business to start jumping into the hemp space because that's when you see a huge paradigm shift as to hemp as an agricultural product. So that's what we're looking towards um, at Bija Hemp. And, and David, do you do you uh, are, are you pursuing any utility patents? How are you protecting yourself in this space? Well, we have protections because um, the genetics themselves are protected by um, by uh, Poland, and they own them. And then we um, then have the licensing rights for essentially the Western Hemisphere to then sell those genetics, and then we you know to procure them, we can duplicate them. You know, we're getting something that's called like you know about a ton of founder seed that we can plant and then regrow more seed. And, you know, we can actually take that one ton and turn into about one ton and turn into about 50 metric tons for the planting season for you know 2019. And so that's the, that's the thing that's really interesting in the space that we're in right now is we can't think in the hemp agricultural space like this, like, Oh, we're going to make money this year. It's like, Oh, we have to build this infrastructure for the next three to five years before we're really going to see a big return on our investment because we just, we have to build up this industry. Um, but you know, it, it, with good planning and patience, that's, that's what we're doing in our company right now. You know, and honestly, I'm just a spokesperson for BJM, but I mean, I am a founder of IHS that then created BJM, but um, we have a team of experts that could answer genetic questions and, and all those on a much better level than myself. So if there's anybody out there that is interested in what we do, they can check out bijahemp.com and go to that website and uh, can connect to us there to find out more about what we're doing on the seed um, procurement side. But uh, we have plans that are built out for the next five years on that. Great. And that's, B- that's bijahemp.com. Okay, David, that's we're going to exactly take a correct, yes. Gotcha. Sorry to talk over you there. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We will be joined by David Maddalena, who is the founder and CEO of the Hemp Connoisseur Magazine. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. 
The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Our mission is to discuss extraction, processing, business practices, and lessons learned with the established experts of the extraction process on Mission Supercritical, a service of Apex Supercritical, Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Blunt Business. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks of Strainwise Consulting. And on our show today, we have been talking to David Maddalena, who is the founder and CEO of the Hemp Connoisseur Magazine. Welcome back, David. Thanks again for having me, Sean. Yeah, so uh, on the on the kind of finishing up with the Bija hemp stuff and and sort of the hemp mm-hmm. stuff because we're gonna get in the digital uh, space again in a second. But sure, what sure. Uh, what what type of extraction do you prefer on the massive scale? I'm hearing BHO is the best way. CO2 is the cleanest, but CO2 takes longer for throughput. Um, what what do you like the most uh, as far as converting hemp into CBD? Honestly, I think um, for me personally, and what I'm seeing the bigger trend on, there are people using BHO, like you said, the same thing, the same comments on CO2. I'm seeing more using ethyl alcohol on the extraction techniques now, and there seems to be a larger comfort level on the ethyl alcohol extractions. Um, so I, I see more and more people utilizing that. And then there's then it kind of turns it into usually two different product SKUs. Um, if you're if you're a purist like myself, actually, and like most people in the hemp space everybody's more on the distillate side, the zero THC distillate oil. So you have a full whole plant medicine that we all think is much more effective. Now that's actually not what's in demand as of right now. What we're seeing a huge demand for is CBD isolate. And it's funny because you have this a little bit of a disconnect, the extraction, like why does everybody want isolate? But it's because you have these huge manufacturers coming on. Um, I can't name the ones that we're working for, but, I mean, we're talking about, you know, huge Fortune 100 companies and, like, you know, um, and um, organizations, you know, like sporting organizations and international organizations that are all looking at CBD isolate. And the reason why they're looking at CBD isolate is it's the purest form of CBD. You're looking at, like, a 99.5% purity level. It is a white powder, which looks heck of a lot like um, you know, could be crystal meth or cocaine. So it is, it is funny when we start talking about it because people are looking to buy kilos of this. So it sure. does feel like you're talking about drug dealers, even though it's legal. But the reason why they're looking at isolate is because 
they are looking at formulation so they can create a consistency in the formulation. And so isolate has become really the hottest item right now. And it's, it's not a cheap item. It's, it's not easy to produce. Um, it's, uh, it's expensive to uh, buy. And, uh, but there's the orders that are coming out far exceed the supply. It is absolutely one of those kind of times when you have this great lesson of supply and demand but, I, you know, I'd never seen anything like this where you have somebody saying, here, I have proof of funds of $300 million right now to buy as much isolate as I can humanly buy. And they're trying to stock up on it and start utilizing it. You know, and you have universities looking to buy it for study, pharmaceutical companies. I mean, it just they, they, it's kind of running the gamut as a, like a who's who of who wants to get their, their hands on the CBD. And honestly, you know, I can't give you the exact numbers, but CBD alone in the isolate side, the amount of money that's being flown around – it's pretty much already turning hemp into a billion-dollar industry in the last few months. Um, and I don't and see so the I, demand waning for at least a couple of years. Yeah. And, and David, do you see uh, – so there's isolate. I mean people are, are trying to get oil from hemp seeds. There's the full-spectrum side of things. I mean how do you compare yeah. isolate to full-spectrum? I am, like I said, I, I think full spectrum, you know, you, you know, I'm a, same thing on the marijuana side. I'm a whole plant medicine guy. I do feel personally, and this is personal, I'm not a scientist, but I do feel like when you start isolating things out, then you're losing that entourage effect. And, um, and I think there, there's something to be said for that. Again, I do understand from the manufacturing side why they want that um, isolate because you will have a consistent product that way. Um, whole plant medicine, it's not always going to be exactly this much CBD, this much CBG, and, and you know, and so on and so forth. Um, so the consistency is what they're always looking for when they're putting these formulations together. Um, so on a manufacturing side, they want isolate. But for me personally, I kind of like that small batch um, whole plant distillate. What do you... What do you think that the consumer is going to want? I mean, they're not going to be smoking CBD strains. They're going to want a pill no. or uh, a tincture. How do you see the market developing? I, you know, I <laughs> try to look in that crystal ball. I think it's going to be whatever's put in front of them. Honestly, I think um, you're going to see, you know, these larger companies that are doing that isolate side of things that are going to get huge marketing campaigns out there and they may mass market it like you would. You know, just kind of like if you go to GNC, you're going to get protein supplements, but you're probably not getting the best of the best there. You know, um, if you want to you, you have to kind of do a little bit more research and kind of find those more boutique brands um, that are doing the whole plant medicine. And that and, you know, most of them right now have been doing the whole plant medicine. So, you know, if you start doing searches for brands like Functional Remedies, which does some really good stuff, that's one of my favorites out there. Um, they're the ones that I always recommend to people now because they do whole plant and they, they really cover it. Um, those kind of companies are probably always going to do what they're doing. Um, but it's the large companies, you know, it's it's the, you know, like the GNCs, the, you know, Whole Foods, they'll get into more of the isolate side. So you'll have mass production of those. It's kind of like looking at the difference between having a Budweiser and a craft beer. Um, gotcha. is the way I would look at it. You know, um, the craft beer is better. It's just more superior, but less people buy it. But the ones who right. do are absolutely dedicated to it. Gotcha. Hey, we're almost out of time, David. Uh, yeah. Time flies with you always. It's such a, it's an honor to have you on the show for sure. How do you want to, how do we reach out to you on the digital space and what's important for people to take away uh, as far as digital and your transition into that and your success in that area? Well, you know, the big thing for me is that, you know, 
we've always come from the standpoint, same thing with a magazine, you know, and watch is why we still do print, even though we're diminishing how much print we're doing, is anybody can create a digital media company, not with quality, but they can create a digital magazine um, online. You have to do, you have to be really stick to your guns and have a high quality product to do it in print. I feel the same exact way about digital and video. Absolutely. Anybody can go online and create a YouTube video. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to create quality media content. And we're also looking to distribute it into mainstream avenues. It's always been our goal to make cannabis a mainstream product. Well, I can't make it a mainstream product if, I, if I'm only preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm. So we are right now um, creating a product. Excuse the first one we're doing is we're working on a talk show, like a Tonight Show type theme. We're calling it THC Tonight, in which we're going to be interviewing celebrities, celebrities both in outside of the cannabis industry that have been affected by cannabis and have stories to talk about, but also people, what I would call cannabis celebrities, people within the industry who have a voice, who have um, education to give out to people. But we want to get those kind of things distributed on places like Amazon Prime or Netflix or Hulu. That's where we're going for distribution on the space for our personal content we're doing. But then at the same point, we're doing content for people in dispensary space and production quality. And we do do it at a Hollywood or broadcast level quality. And that's really what we're going for is it's not about the quantity of content you're doing. It's about the quality of content you're producing first. And so that's always been our focus. And that's how we're going to do media from, from now on on the video space too. Um, if people are interested in contacting us and finding out more, they can reach out to us under info at thcmag.com. Um, and then we will be happy to get back to them or they can reach out to us via just our website at thcmag.com and be a subscriber for us and uh, let us know that they want to, they're interested in advertising or video production and we can absolutely reach out to them. Um, we are happy to work on all fronts, whether it's cannabis, I mean, whether it's the marijuana side or the hemp side. Um, it's all about normalizing this plant and this industry for the rest of society. Wonderful. Well said. And, and I, I, again, I want to tell you, thank you so much for what you do in the industry. You're, you're an unbelievable advocate and, and it's been, it's been really fun to watch your career and watch you go into different things. No doubt BJ Hemp is going to be a major, major player, obviously is. Uh, and then you're probably going to take over the digital space as well. So congratulations to you, David. And it was just, it was just great to have you on the show. Well done. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate everything you guys are doing, too, so keep up the great work. I want to thank you all for joining us, and have an outstanding rest of your week. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.